It is the first Thursday of the month when we focus on emotions, fear, and entrepreneurship. Welcome to Wellness for Entrepreneurs, where we have meaningful conversations with founders. This podcast is about exploring, educating, and empowering entrepreneurs on maintaining wellness in their entrepreneurial journey. My name is Matebe Jobo, and I am an entrepreneurship investor, scholar, and evangelist. I am your host. Managing your emotions is positively related to achieving worthwhile business outcomes. This is Wellness for Entrepreneurs, Episode 6. In this episode, we explore ways in which emotions directly impact entrepreneurial outcomes and how entrepreneurs can develop better awareness of their emotions and thoughts. develop a unique value proposition, business model, or a great pitch to potential investors, entrepreneurs must be creative, show a tangible, unique opportunity, and convince others that they are worth backing. We often, however, ignore the emotional state of entrepreneurs in this process. According to cognitive science, in general, our emotions influence our thinking in the following ways. Firstly, a person experiencing positive emotions is more likely to perceive situations and other objects as positive. The same would apply to negative emotions. Research done by Berger and Caldwell found that interviewers who had positive emotions had more favorable evaluations of candidates than those who had negative emotions. Secondly, our emotions impact our creativity. In general, people with positive emotions tend to be more creative than those experiencing negative emotions. And lastly, our emotions impact how we process information for decision-making using simplified models in our minds called heuristics. People with positive emotions tend to process information more accurately and make more appropriate decisions. So what does this mean for entrepreneurship? Well, creativity is directly related to entrepreneurial thinking in that it allows entrepreneurs to spot new opportunities. Generally, if you're experiencing positive emotions as an entrepreneur, you're more likely to be creative. And this was confirmed by Barron. In practical terms, it means being mindful of your emotions and regulating them such that when you approach problem-solving tasks, you are in your best state. Another interesting thing about emotions is that they impact which information you are likely to recall. In other words, you are likely to recall positive information when you're feeling positive and negative information when you're feeling rather negative. This is an important consideration for when you are trying to establish, for instance, an estimate for the potential market you're trying to enter with your value proposition or even trying to pinpoint your mode of entry. When you're about to make such important decisions about your venture, it is critical to make sure that you understand your state of emotions and mind. 
In episode 4, I spoke about the mental shortcuts that entrepreneurs use to make decisions about opportunities. These are only effective when your emotions are well in check. I've worked with thousands of entrepreneurs and every day I meet new entrepreneurs. What I have found interesting is the honesty in emotion that some entrepreneurs approach me with. Some entrepreneurs are truly honest about their struggles and will kindly request to reschedule a pitch session such that they're able to be in the correct frame of mind. I've often heard of the saying that as an entrepreneur, you should fake it until you make it. But I've found that this is not true when it comes to emotions. Some researchers, such as Hatfield, found that emotions are contagious and can spread from one individual to another. If you want to persuade an investor or a potential client in taking a bet on your idea, you need to genuinely demonstrate that you too believe in your value proposition and business. This says regardless of the fact that you may not be making as much money as you set out to make, or that you still have a long way to go in truly building the product you want to bring to market. Your genuine passion and belief are what will make people want to go on a journey with you. Positive emotions also impact the quality of your social network. Social networks are incredibly important in providing you with resources in the early stage of your business. Gaining access to these social networks can sometimes feel like a chicken and egg situation. On the one hand, you need to be open to people, new ideas, and have a general positive acceptance of feedback to access genuine social networks that are great resources to you and your business. And yet, transparency and vulnerability are exactly what are required to build genuine connections with people. Vulnerability means that you must be honest about your limitations and concerns about your business. And these do not always embody positive emotions. I think that we cannot talk about social networks and emotions without talking about extroversion and introversion. According to psychologist researcher Carl Jung, extroverts are typically energized by other people and outside stimuli and enjoy human interactions. Introverts tend to be energized by time spent alone, reflection and meditation, having only genuinely deep connections with other human beings. As an entrepreneur, you need to realize that your social networks are incredibly important to your success. That, however, does not mean that you need to fundamentally change who you are, as that will invariably lead to negative emotions. My thoughts here would be to remain true to yourself and develop social networks that ring true to your personality if you are an introvert, for instance. As an introvert, small talk is not your preference, so perhaps seek out those connections that allow you to be yourself or partner with a co-founder who would be able to cultivate broader relationships.
emotions also impact entrepreneurs' ability to stay motivated in following through on their ideas and the opportunities that they see. It goes without saying that positive emotions are important in maintaining motivation in any endeavor. What I've found interesting is how even a negative emotion such as anger has been used by many entrepreneurs to start their businesses or to persevere through the hardest situations. I, for one, started two businesses out of utter frustration. In my master's research, I found that high-growth enterprises benefited from what we call knowledge spillover effects. This may occur when an entrepreneur discovers new knowledge in previous employment or project, brings it to the attention of management, and gets shot down. This is then what ultimately inspires more entrepreneurs to then start their own businesses. My last point in relating entrepreneurship to emotions is around how emotions impact the way entrepreneurs judge the environment. The entrepreneurial environment is one filled with constant change. An entrepreneur or team of entrepreneurs must constantly assess whether the initial assumptions were correct and if there are some that warrant a change in strategy. Your ability to tolerate stress, change and ambiguity as an entrepreneur are all related to the state of your emotions. Being able to maintain a positive mindset when the unexpected happens is important in formulating an appropriate response. Investors often prefer a country to have stable macroeconomic policies and laws. As an entrepreneur, you understand that even with the most stable macroeconomic policies in the world, the environment you operate in is filled with absolute change. Your emotional wellness is critical to your ability to read your environment and respond accordingly. Sometimes it is not the smartest people that thrive, but those that had the emotional capacity to accept when their assumptions were proven wrong. Being too optimistic, however, can also lead to cognitive biases that I mentioned in episode 2, such as reduced perceptions of risk. Strong emotional reactions may also lead to entrepreneurs accepting the first positive opportunity they see without analyzing the numbers attached to that opportunity. So how then do we take stock of our emotions as entrepreneurs when we are both the cashiers and strategists of our businesses? by breathing in and out and seeking out practices that help us to do so. It is fine to have an off day or an overly optimistic day. Being self-aware will help you notice your emotions and take appropriate actions. In closing, I would like you to pose some of your most burning questions around maintaining emotional wellness as an entrepreneur. You're welcome to also share some practices that have worked for you and your co-founders. It is fine to have an off day or an overly optimistic day. Being self-aware will help you notice your emotions and take appropriate actions. In closing, I would like you to pose some of your most burning questions around maintaining emotional wellness as an entrepreneur. You're welcome to also share some practices that have worked for you and your co-founders.
Thank you for listening to the Wellness for Entrepreneurs podcast, a space for meaningful conversations with founders. Please click on the link below to subscribe and follow us on our social media channels. Goodbye.